want to be seen. And to a lot of folks, it's the information center of the neighborhood. Our job is to spark somebody else watching us. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. And because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change. Mug is in the bag, and the bag is the base, and the base never change. It's a groove. As soon as you hear that groove, I know I got you. Welcome, welcome, good people. We are back again. I want to welcome you to episode 28, 27. Where we at with it? Uh, I believe it's episode 27 of the Corner Convo Podcast. Let me go ahead and introduce myself. They call me A-M-O-N, Amon. Say what you want, spell my name right. You heard me? I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. A-B, what up, man? How you feeling, man? Good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, let's not forget the smart guy is always in the building. Hello. I wrestle with an alligator. I don't tussle with a whale. I don't handcuff lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. The champ is here. Last but not least, we got your favorite. My man's been under the weather, man, but he's here. He's committed. He's about this life in 2021. Big Stace, what up? You better go somewhere with that black power shit. Yes, what you want. You better go somewhere with that black power shit. You know that shit is not playing this right. Okay, we can we can better. We can better. We can better. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I, I want to recount already. <laughs> I want to recount. Uh, what up, what up, what up, fellas? What up, fellas? What up, what up, what up, what up? Holla at me, holla at me. Yeah. Man, we officially in the new year, man. You know, so officially happy new year to you, brothers. Um happy new year, brother. The two thousands are officially grown. Uh two thousand is twenty-one, man. And uh <laughs> he sent us through some shit. You know, but that, that's that's what they do. You know, so we gonna we gonna stick it out. We gonna keep doing what we do. Uh, how was how was y'all y'all New Year's man? What did y'all get into? Family. That's it. Okay. I mean, it was like classic New Year, fam. Like you yeah, know, what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, saying it was trash out here. Like, so I want to know. Was, I will say though, I did see a number of homies of mine. Names were one said. I seen a number of homies of mine like deliberately drive to places or fly to places that was open so that they can go into packed clubs to celebrate. Lance. That's very questionable decision making as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Lance Garnett. Oh, no, he did. He did. really? I didn't know that. Over to really Houston. No, he He's had no a reason for going because they are open and we're not. Yeah, he 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 brought, he's bringing COVID back. There is no Hot COVID in in uh in boy. Houston, you know. But hey, we'll see. Yeah, you uh you, you gonna co-host uh part of my ugly for him while he's gonna be in COVID nineteen? <laughs> first pick, and then me. So <laughs> that order. You guys think, have major shots, so it's y'all turn. Never be you know what? I just I always just enjoy bringing this bringing it with family. I haven't celebrated on New Year's Eve or party in some time, bro. I'm, I think I'm just, I got old before my fucking time. I wore this shit out. When I was running the streets, 
I was running them bitches. Yeah, we. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I don't have any soul on, on the bottom of my street feet no more. I'm cool. I'm cool, That's, man. That's, <laughs> I, I, I mean, working in the club forces you to do that every year because it's like the biggest night of the year. But like, I never liked it, man. I always like just being chill, relaxed. It's too much chaos going on. You don't know who on what, who, who where. I, don't, I, you know, I liked it like you said when I was a shorty. But these days, bro, I want to sit and be peaceful, man. I did have, I did have pinnacle though. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, man. And Delicious, bro. The crazy part is, it's like, you know, you if you look at your timeline, you know, those who are active on their social medias, you know, people are thirsty. They thirsty to party. I don't we here it. for them, though. We here, we got what they need. We gonna push their thirst. Y'all just watch the pot. That's, That's it. it. We got them. That's it, man. We got them. You know, <laughs> hopefully y'all y'all caught episode 27, you know, brought it in with us. We, we try to you know, do something different and, and drop the episode for y'all. That was a dope episode, man. Shout out to uh, Vail. And he dropped some jewels, man. Uh, you know, we, we got some lot, a, lot, a lot of things lined up, man, this uh, this year. And I'm very, very, very excited to uh, get there. Hey. Go. I would, let me say, let I'm me not, say too, man. Joe, no, no, man, no. Fuck you and fuck him. <laughs> my, stomach was, my stomach was in knots, bro. My stomach was in fucking knots, dog. I couldn't believe that shit, bro. That was classic fucking shit. I'm, I'm sorry, mom. Let me stop cursing. That was classic material. There you go. I wish that could have been recorded and, Yo, and was, sent and put up. That was classic, man. I couldn't I believe was, that. I was just about to say it. I was about to be like, man, like what I like to do is what we did when y'all pulled up for the birthday, bro. Like I promise you, man. Sitting up in there cracking jokes and, oh. and I mean to the point where your your body hurt to the point where like. Bro, I don't even feel like I could even drink no more. I was laughing so hard. Hey, like I, I want to let the public know. I believe in the early episode, I'm going to go ahead and throw a random set out there like my boy Dion. Maybe episode 12, okay? Albasi <laughs> uh, <laughs> said he was musically inclined. He played the piano. Uh, right. We were in a, um, McKinday's crib, getting it in, having a good time mm -hmm. for his birthday. Uh, plenty equipment there. I said, Albasi, uh, there is the scale. Just play one scale. He refused. To play, <laughs> he refused to play. Yes, yes, I, I so, did. I did. And you know why? I'm not here for your back and call, bro. That's it. I don't move. See, that's the bullshit. Move, see, see, the man wants to rap. Fam, I've never seen somebody rap all night. No, I was, I was like, go, shut up. No, <laughs> shut, shut, shut the fuck up. I told, him, I told him, give me a hook. He gave me a hook. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all good, man. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm M A O N. I'm what they wanted. The competition is nothing. They really don't want it. I say, oh my God. The boy for the shut up. <laughs> oh man, hey man, that's that that was some good drinks that was getting mixed up, man. But hey, it is what it is. Hey, man. and then he sighed out you too, like you really his enemy and shit before he started rapping at you. I say, boy, <laughs> it was it was so stupid, but it was great at the same time. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to Shout out to Hondo for putting up because he drives that energy, man. With him and Hondo in the same room, and they yes. and they they be like, hey, they, man, go over there and make some music so we can rap. <laughs> You know, it's just. Dion, it's just we, we missed you that dog. You had you had a fucking ball, bro. I swear to God, you had, yeah. had a ball, dog. It, it was just a lyrical exercise, man. Sometimes you have to get that off, man. You know, don't 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 that. ever say what you did exercise in the same fucking sense, dog. Same freaking <laughs> sense. Don't ever do that again, man. Hey, I'm still nice <laughs> out here, man. And Hondo, <laughs> you do not want no smoke, okay? No, Hondo go cook, man. Hey, Hondo go cook you, boy. Like, <laughs> See, you plan, you plan, you had the upper hand. I don't go super smoke you, and now it's on. I'm gonna bring him on the show just so we can give you 32 and body. I don't go hey, super smoke. This man, bars. no, no, this man ended every bar once he saw my sweatshirt with Savage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and rock some similar to the fucking move, the freaking move. 
Like I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe what, what was. Bleed that out. I'm bleed that. That's it. That's it. That's an interpersonal joke amongst homies. I'm not gonna put that out. Into the <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm, you were I'm there, buddy. Yeah, you, were there. you had to be there. But let, let's go ahead and get into it, man. We got some quick hits. Um, I wanna, I wanna get fuck, fuck it, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start on some bullshit. I wanna give a shout out to your boss, okay, uh, Auntie Lori. All right. Oh, what she uh, do now? What she do now, bro? I mean, what didn't she do? Six miles over the speed limit, you're getting a ticket. Mm. She's putting new cameras up. That's crazy, bro. Slow y'all ass down. Slow down out here, right? So then the stats say that uh, fatalities are up 78% from last year, and yada, yada, which I don't know if that's attributed to people uh, not slowing down, you know, but you, I mean, cool you, too, you, you never know. I, I, I don't want no more damn tickets. I know that shit. She got to stop that. Well, anybody in charge has to stop that because it's the reason that why. December 28th, December 21st, October 28th, July 2nd, September 1st, you know, any holiday, Tuesday day before that, these yellow timbers be on all these cars, bro. Anybody paying them goddamn tickets? Yeah. Nobody, bro. Yeah. I mean, so she can take it all she wants to. Cats have become experts at taking them bad boys off and actually returning them to the police station. Let them along <laughs> and driving the fuck off. It, it's hilarious. What? You go behind any, any police desk, you see like five, six boots a day. What's what's up with this story that she tried to bury a tape that uh you know police ran in some this young lady's house it was the wrong crib and she was butt ass naked and you know they never even covered her up or I don't know I you know no that's a different that's a whole different thing now that was a real thing bro that was yeah man it was two you know two years ago it was a, right 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 similar raid like Brianna Taylor um and yeah they they basically finally released the video but she uh they you know she was naked and they had the wrong house and um. You know, I mean, that's a whole separate se subject, but okay. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't got no car, so you know, fuck, fuck <laughs> them tickets and fuck with that, with what all the new rules is. Okay, fair enough. Uh, being that we're in 2021, I am excited about uh, some of the up and coming uh, black movie releases. Have you guys seen the list uh, that of movies that are due to come out and in TV shows? Was it our colors? Something Tyler Perry, something Tyler Perry got to be coming out. Mm -hmm. We got, we got. Obviously, we got coming to America, uh, America too, which I'm afraid of. I'm not. I'm. If that's not good, it has to be great. It can't be mediocre because the first one was a, a classic, in my opinion. One of one of one of his best films, right? For me, right? What you think? Yeah, I mean, like, because you know, I know you're the movie buff over here. I know you got the, you know, you got the, the real background on the movies. So, Coming to America, is it even possible for it to be better than the first one? The weird thing is, me and Steph were watching, uh, we were watching it yesterday, right? And she's a Eddie Murphy hater, but she always putting on his movies. <laughs> Sense to me, I think it's disrespectful that she watches it. But I was looking, that movie was made in 1988, bro, like 32 years. Like, that is. That's amazing. First of all, that all of them could still be in it, whether it's James Earl Jones, everybody is still in it. I don't know if y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if anybody passed uh, that was in it. Um, if it was, I'm not aware of it, but I know James is in it. None of the majors, I don't think. Yeah. What, 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 about what about McDowell? He is alive. He's still, he, he's, okay. yeah, he's alive. Um, huh. But it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's nostalgic. Let's be real. I mean, they got Wesley in it. They brought Wesley back. Um, you can't go wrong. Does the storyline make sense, though? That's what I, I was trying to tell her. I was like, how the hell are they going to try to say that he was 
busting down somebody before he got with her. That's the only possible thing I'm getting. They have to. I mean, they saying he got a son. So I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's on Prime. Uh, everything's going to TV now. You don't got to go to the movie theater no more. I love that. Um, One of the main I, characters did pass though. Did. Who that? The, the little uh, white dog. <laughs> dog don't live that long, bro. He made it eighty-eight. It's two thousand. It's two thousand twenty-one, bro. The dog over with. What's the wrong dog, with you, The dog was major, bro. It went. As, it went as six soul girlfriends, bro. That's the dog. Hey, that's the same dog that Spike we killed in Crooklyn. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> they they, they, sh- they should have still had Cuban Gooden Jr. sitting in the uh, the barber chair, but you know he's probably blackballed from Hollywood. But look, no. but look, here's the thing. I think I know what the end storyline is gonna be, and if it is it, then it was just a desperate attempt to make this movie because by now, like they had so many other ways they could have went with this. He could have Eddie Murphy could have been you know had a son, if not an illegitimate son. Instead, yeah. he could have had an actual son that he was showing the ropes, and then his son go to New York, and he go to New York. With him and they re- I mean, there was so many ways they could have went. So, I, I think I know how this is gonna end. I ain't gonna try and play spoiler. If it does end like that, I'm disappointed. I don't think there's any remote possibility it could be as good as the last one or the original. I do hope it's like enjoyable. Though. That is that is one of the most black, you know, successful movies of our time. And like Dion said, that came way early in the game, way before other movies that we talked about on this show that are the classic iconic shows, that was one of the absolute first for our generation. So I do hope it's, you know, good. And I'm a, I'm a, um, our movies, I think everybody had coming into America in there. At for one. sure, uh-huh. for sure. I mean, there, there's so many uh, quotables that are still relevant today that, you know, King Joe Lewis's ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just so many <laughs> that, that you can run with in that shit. Well, goodness sake, Hakeem. My pocket money. <laughs> you slept in my bathroom's balls. You know what I'm saying? Like it just goes on and on, man. Samuel popped up in the movie, remember? Samuel and, uh, popped up. Samuel popped up in the movie. Shoot with the shotgun. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it is, it is a it is, you know, it's like that uh one show, uh Law and Order. When you look at Law and Order episodes, the feature actors almost yep. all become their own yep. stars later yep. on. So it was like one of those first films that launched a gang of careers, man. Uh, just to kind of give the listeners yeah, something to say, dog. insight. I'm oh, bad. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying I watched uh, one other classic movie. I didn't know Dylan didn't see it. He watched I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, and he was yes. hysterically <laughs> laughing. He oh, thought no. it would be corny at first, then he keep watching. He's like, <laughs> he laughing hard as hell. So that was uh, amazing that I got to watch that one. With Kaden Hat. All them medals on his jacket for sewing, yes. basket weaving, <laughs> canoeing, <laughs> ribbon time. Nah, bro, bro, the dude that that died from gold, uh, from mm. Wayne, gold, bro. Yeah. I, and and Damon Wayne's whistling, screaming. The whole movie, Damon Wayne. Yeah. yeah, I feel that's like, a silly ass like, family, man. I feel like me and Dion did a skit for that from that. We did. Uh, we did. No, right? yeah. we did. We did uh, Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle. But I that's my we, shit. We were talking about my shit right. Oh, my fault, mama. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to kind of run down a few more movies, man. Space Jam. <laughs> you know, for the new kids with LeBron. Uh, we got Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, y'all go check that out. That one looks good. Uh, United States versus Billy Holiday. Let's get into these musical. Um, uh, films right and, and what we missed you know we didn't live through that time but i i love her music you know what i mean and i know my parents played that that's why uh let's see let's see alice ross let's see really no i, I yeah. just made that up dog i'm lying 
I'm gonna make some shit up real quick. That's it, man. My yeah, bad. I'm, bad. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I think, I, it, it, in my opinion, I, I would like to see Jilly from Philly. Uh, they haven't really announced that yet. They got the underground. Like in terms of like who to who to playing the character, Jilly's more like a Carmen Cray or Ella Fitzgerald type. I, I would say, if you're gonna play Billy, it's got to be. Um, uh, J- Janelle might be too fine to play Billy low key. Uh, Billy wasn't that gorgeous, I heard. Damn. But um, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I just think Janelle Monet is like one of the finest women on the planet. So, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm really, we got we got the Underground Railroad. I've been waiting for somebody to Janelle tell the story for the longest. For Andra longest. Day, I don't. I've never heard of her. Yeah, what, what, what's her name, Dion? Andra Day. Andra. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. Yeah, for sure. She's yeah. perfect. She's what absolutely perfect. What is yep. she? Do? She, she sings that I'll rise All right. up. There you go. Her album oh. was dope, though. Her album was dope as hell. Okay. Uh, Oh, let me. It's called Cheers to the Fall. I see Lakeith Stanfield in it. That's all I get. I'm doing my. I'm doing my personal shout out to Andre Day. It's not a flex, bossy. So keep that to yourself. No, let me say it already. Flex. Did have a chance to work with Andre Day at Summerfest a couple of years ago, and my nieces both loved that song. They was trying to sing that song all the time, and I was like, you know, I'm not supposed to ask for this type of stuff, but would you mind doing a happy, you know, just saying, you know, shout out to them who have to win. She did a whole happy birthday thing, sang them a whole little joint, recorded the video, posted it. Bro, Andre Day is one of the coolest, sweetest, and most absolutely remarkably talented. You didn't, you didn't shoot on my number back then, bro? You didn't shoot on my number? Knowing that I would mention this in the future? Definitely didn't even know you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to run out a couple more, we, got, with you, man. We, have a, we have yet again another hip-hop documentary called uh, Uncovered. I don't know what else they can uncover. I mean, everything's on the internet now, but hopefully yeah. it's it's tastefully done. We'll see if there's some new information here. I don't know. Uh, that one's, I believe, on FX. Uh, What's the chances of new information, though, bro? Every time you bring out, they, they bring out something, it's the same old, same old. It is. It is. That's why I'm not not excited. But, uh, you know, one night, they got something called One Night in Miami, uh, Black Adam. I believe they're bringing Blade back. So Black it's going to be. Is, uh, the Rock. So, you know, I'll be with you. Yeah, I know you and Tone. I know you, you got your tickets already. Already done, you know, uh, and obviously Candyman. Unfortunately, they, uh, there's no more Cabrini, so I don't know where they're going to do this at. They already built the uh, computer generated it. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. The movie was supposed to come out last year. So wait, right? it's supposed to. So the second Candyman is still going to take place in. Cabrini? It's already done. It's it's yeah. It's. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like the the, the setting is still Cabrini Green. Like that's yeah, they computer generated it, but um. It's already done. I just feel like they don't. They have a lot of movies that are like stockpiled. Push back, yeah. What to do? Yeah, with. that they're waiting to see if they can sell tickets yeah. at physical ticket because that's where they get paid. At. Streaming yeah. ain't no money. After with the movie theaters going bankrupt, it's like, all right, now what? So. I, I think was it Amazon? Somebody somebody proposed to buy those theaters. Like uh, I think Lowe's or whatever was 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 entertaining a sale. That's a good move, though. It's a good theaters. move. But like Amazon or somebody like that, because or Netflix or somebody like that, it was like, because you know what I'm saying. Basically, they gonna own the industry sooner or later anyway. HBO Max, Prime, all of those are gonna be the ones like, oh, exclusively on this. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens. Well, also, also in our lovely city, <clears throat> um, we've probably never thought about this, but I know I did towards maybe my late 30s, right? Um, a lot of s- schools here probably across the nation, but definitely in Chicago, are named after, you know, slave owners, uh, people who were heavily involved in racism. And 
there is now a push and it is happening that they will be renaming these schools that have been named after these uh these white people right despicable, despicable individuals exactly uh, i just want to get y'all thoughts on that, man. i missed this they're renaming the schools they're, they're renaming the schools yes why i missed this where is this at so you, you know uh, it's gonna be 30, like uh 30 public schools Science in Chicago Academy. are named for it was 30 schools that were named for uh, as slaveholders, uh, which came to the surprise. Are oh, you talking uh, about like Thomas Jefferson this and all like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gonna uh, rename they, them. Renaming they were, those schools, they're renaming the names of the. Oh, okay, I thought you said it the other way around. I thought you were saying they're turning them into white people's. No, schools. no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> It's a good but, idea. But it, it touches on what you said last week. Uh, you know, one step, you know, helps in the right direction. Well, because think about that. Let's say I go to let's say I go to Thomas Jefferson High, right? Whatever that is. And I find out what y'all renamed my school to Hakeem Adabuti High. Number one, I probably didn't give a shit about Thomas Jefferson in the first place, right? But more importantly, who the hell is Hakeem Adabuti? And then you find out he's the first and only black man to own a press company still to this day um, in the world. You find out that Third World Press is the book that is the person that published um, Maya Angelou, the person that published, you know, um, Nikki Giovanni, like many of the great writers that we know today. He sacrificed his own writing career. So what I'm saying is that that one little baby step points people go that way. Fuck this shit over here. Go that way. Start going that way. And I think it definitely can have a positive effect, depending on the names that you. Well, I, I kind of want to highlight um, that's crazy. A, a 2020 graduate of uh, Marshall. Out, out west, the uh, powerhouse in, in, in sports and basketball and what have you. Uh, the young lady's name is Anaya Jackson Williams. She wrote an article in reference to this, and she wasn't even aware of uh, Marshall's involvement in, in slavery. And Who Thurgood Marshall is, exactly. You know, so. And that uh, little change forced her to look at. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not Thurgood. No, go, go, go ahead, connect, correct him. John Marshall. John Marshall, John Marshall, bro. No, I, I told I you, I told you well. people I challenge. It's the third good, though. <laughs> there, there is a third good, but this is not him. He, yeah, he ain't out west. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't out west, bro. You know what, though? On that, on that same note, though, man, I guess it's cool. It, it is, it's cool to change these names, but my mind immediately went back to Chicago, uh, the CPS closures. All right. And so I, I, I looked up, I'm like, pretty soon, you're not going to be able to connect with anything you grew up in, your neighborhood or nothing. Kind of kind of what you and Dion uh, interaction was about last week about him uh, taking his son, the young Prince Dylan, uh, to see what O'Block is and Inglewood is, man, because you look at the schools that closed, bro. I'm going to read a few names. Yes, I'm going to look down at my fucking phone. Armstrong, Banneker, Bethune, uh, King, stuff like that, bro. Those are black names of schools they closed down. So those names are gone. Now you're taking the slave names out. There's going to be no identity for these schools and I call me crazy, but when they have, when you have no identity, it's prime for somebody to push in, to push in and do what the fuck they want to do. I'm still man, confused with profanity. Sorry. so Sorry. remarkable about that, bro. Like, cause I remember that whole school closing thing I was teaching at the time. I never pointed at like those schools were predominantly on the South side and West sides, right? So it, it, it's an interest. It really does bring up an interesting conversation because the same thing I'm trying to say about naming your school positively can affect communities positively. Those were schools that were deemed failing, right? right? Thus, they had to be turned over. But what's interesting about the fact that they chose those, you know, those schools had those names already for those communities, the right. turnover was turned over into charter schools, which are generally corporate backed. So 
you know, you turned into so-and-so academies and they don't use names anymore. They use, you know, things like legacy exactly. or um, success or yep. they use these generalized terms. So that's interesting, man. That's a really interesting conversation, bro. Yep. Yeah. And it, it stands out, bro. It's like, come on now, but I'm, I'm done talking about that. But it's, it's like black names in school, not saying it's, it's targeting black or red line neighborhoods, it is, but uh, it, it slowly transitions to a point where it's going to be business. Chicago's not going to be kid friendly after a while, but that's a different conversation as well. It's going to be similar to the near outskirts of Vegas, in my opinion. It's hmm. not going to be really kid friendly because there's so much money to be made here. I can see that. Uh, I can see that. Um, you know, we lost Joe Clark, and, and that conversation just kind of made me think about that. That's um, yeah, we lost Joe Clark, man, who, who uh, the movie Lean On Me was made about. Um, he did his work. He put his time in, and he changed uh, a lot of schools. And with that being said, I, obviously, I want to give him his flowers. I want to say shout out to him and his family. Um, condolences to him and his family. But, um, you know, I was doing a little reading on him, and outside of Lean On Me, man, you know, he was a a former drill sergeant. So he wasn't unfamiliar with telling people what to do and how, and how to do it. He was very tactful. He knew exactly what he wanted to do and how he wanted to do it. And if you didn't rock with it, then you just didn't. He suffered the consequences if necessary, right? So I, I, can, I can appreciate uh, someone like that. Um, Ken Day, actually, let me ask y'all this. I know, I know Dion said earlier, um, you weren't, you didn't rock with Lean On Me like that. Is there, what, like, and, and a bossy too, you know. What what's what's y'all hang up with? Lean on me. I wouldn't consider it a hang up. I just, you know, some people take certain movies in. Wait, you didn't like Lean on Me? Huh? You 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 didn't think Lean on Me was a good movie? I didn't say. It was, I just said some people just don't take movies the same way. So, was it a? Honestly, I can't even sit here and remember if I watched the entire movie. Do I, am I aware of his uh, style of uh, what he was doing and everything? Yes, but I can't sit here and say that uh, I was like, I watched Lean On Me like four or five times. No disrespect to anybody. I just, you know, there's, there's certain movies that people like and then some just don't. No, really I'm certainly not attacking your personal taste. I'm just like, you are. Yes, you are. I'm not. I'm not at all. You, I'm just you, you, literally, you literally just did. You just did. <laughs> I'm astonished because of how, how like historically like iconic that movie is represented by most people. So again, not to say that like your personal taste of the movies is discredited. I'm just like people, I mean, the song, the whole, how many eighth grade graduations across the world at black schools saying lean on me? You did I what I'm saying? I had a solo, man. Let's like, be clear, man. It seems like, that, I mean, hey, to each his own. I thought the movie was <laughs> was one of the greatest movies in the history of movie making, especially as it came um, to talking about all the issues that it raised in the black community. Um, and the way that they portrayed the real man. That's the other thing. If it wasn't about a real dude, I might feel a little bit less. But the fact that this was a real man, he actually did these things, that raised the level for me, man. One of my favorite all-time movies by far. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't accept that from him, bro. Go get him. <laughs> no, I don't. 
<laughs> no, I mean, kind of on the same course with Dion, man. I watched the movie. I liked it the first time. I watched it again the second time. It didn't, it didn't hit with me the same way. You know what I'm saying? Not saying it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it was less impactful or it was any less good, but it just wasn't the same thing. I mean, it got some memorable lines in it. I just like the fact that he had to bat the movie and the real Joe Clark had a bat. And the bat the real Joe Clark had was a message for his students. It rep represented the baseball diamond and the choices you could make in life, bro. You can strike out. If you BS in the school, you can hit a home run in success. That's so old school, but back then, that's how you had to push, push the message, man. I mean, bro, and every, everything dude laid down was like educational pimp game. <laughs> Like he was running game, to you. but 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 with a heavy hand, you did, <laughs> and for the right reason. You know what I'm saying? Like that's bad. That's my joint. The enemy's in the building. Get the chains hey. off the door. The enemy's in hey. the building. Hey, you know what? You know what? I gotta do this. I gotta do this because I, first of all, I'm not. I'm not gonna allow y'all. Just let me. Just let me hit play. Can y'all just be quiet for a minute? Is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, sir. All right then. School song. Let me hear it. All right, fellas, let them hear it. Fair East Side. Fair Shut up. See, you see, you see my clapping hands, man. Oh. Clapping hands up. Uh, clap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it yeah, up. Man, what time, uh, man? Yeah, clap hey, it up. Man. Somebody <laughs> sign me, man. Listen, man. Number one, you can't tell me. I mean, maybe Bossy and DI y'all different, bro. But where I was at, man, after that, after people saw that movie and you went to school, it was dudes in the bathroom every other period talking about some face. <laughs> And, and Boz was asking principals, like, yo, we want to rewrite the school song. <laughs> so listen to us talk and be great, bro. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dion too petty, man. <laughs> hey, <right>. No, man. <laughs> so, no, but let's, let's, let's really dive into the movie just for a second. And, and again, just to, to show some love to Joe Clark. In that movie, they dealt with a lot of issues that are still uh, plagued, that we're still plagued by. I mean, we're talking teenage pregnancy, we're talking game banging, we're talking drugs, we're talking low credit score, not credit scores. Uh, that's that's who? <laughs> low low grades, right? Low test scores, um, and that was in '89, right? And what's that? Thirty plus years, and we're still plagued by it. So Ooh. I don't know, man. It, to me, it's, it's about the, the small steps that you talk about, Kende. Um, I mean, it's good to hear these things. It's good that people are 
are listening and what have you. I just don't know. I just don't know when the turnaround time is. I mean, if it took 30 years to halfway get here to get some names on some buildings changed, man, like how much more time do we do we have on earth before we see some more real change? You know, I don't know. That that movie showed me this is an adult. This is the adult message. It showed me. All skin folk ain't your camp folk, bro. Because that one lady had a heart on for him. The rest of the movie. I can say that without the without the, the button because it's what it is. You know, she had a heart on for him. And even though he was doing the school well, she wanted it done her way. And she wanted her, I can't, I'm sorry, mom, her ass kissed, you know what I'm saying? And it had to go that way. But in real life, man, my dad reminded me of Joe Clark so much. And they used to call him that on the west side of the city because he was, as many know, he was a public school teacher. He, he was uh, well known for turning schools around. He turned two schools around. The first school was Frazier. He went there to teach science and social studies. They had no assistant principal. They liked the way he was structured so much, they bumped him up to assistant principal, just like that. He was there four years, they were on probation. The last two years of his four years, they were off probation. He left there, he went to Jensen by Kevin Harrison Police Station. He was there eight years. The last six years, they were off probation, okay? He went to be assistant principal there. The principal said, the school was so terrible, she just left and went to Africa and never came back. They was like, hey, uh, hey Thompson, you wanna want raise? Nobody <laughs> else, you wanna raise? Said, yeah, okay, I'll do it. He stepped up, he took the position. Uh, he also won, uh, while, he was at, while he was at Jensen, they finished in the top five of Chicago Public Schools every year. He never got to number one. And in his schools, no BS, in his schools, you could not sag, you had to wear a belt, no hats, button your shirt up, tie your shoes up. You cannot walk the halls without a pen, a notebook, and some paper. So if you don't got that, you in my, you in my school, this is work, you in my school, the bullshit, and I'm not having it, mm. period. So you know how many fights you got into? You know how many real fights you got into? This is no bullshit. So many fights, my mom was scared. She prayed every day for this man. My dad, you know, he had a quick temper. He'll tell you in a minute. If you come in this classroom, too brolic, he's firing on you. That's where we all get it from. He gonna fire you, fam, get the first shot off. But that goes back to the real Joe Clark being a drill sergeant, man. And kids need structure in certain communities. In our yes, communities, sir. a lot of our, our younger kids need structure. And he provided that. These kids thank him to this day. You know what I'm right. saying? Whether they, they remember what they do with their life, they thank him to this day. But, hey, Mr. Thompson, how you doing? He'd be like, what's up? He's still ready for the fight, though. <laughs> like, I was he's just, still ready for the fight, but yeah. I was just about to say, bro, the, that legacy, man, like, you know, one shout out to your pops. No, it's it's doing it's doing that what's name again. Yeah, I might have to jump out and jump back in. That's weird. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Listen to us. Listen to us. How, <laughs> does it hurt? Does it hurt yet, bro? Just listen. Say something, Dion. Just look at let, let me have it. We can't say shit back. Oh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. <laughs> well, you know what? Then then that, that means uh we're done with Joe Clark. Uh, rest in peace, brother. Rest, rest, rest in peace. For real, you, you you did your work while you were here, um, Dion. I'm actually glad you're here because I wanted to talk about defining. <laughs> I've been gone. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm glad you're here for a reason, bro. Let me let me finish, bro. Let me finish. Okay. Uh, glad you're here because I want to define the term girl dad. Right. I was having a uh, a conversation with the wife. And she looked at it totally differently than I did, right? And I'm like, well, that's Kobe's term, right? And you can't necessarily change the definition of what that is, right? So she was trying to explain to me, you know, 
what her definition of a girl dad is. So I would love just to hear what you. Well, she was saying more like, uh, how can I put it? A girl, a, a girl dad more. A girl dad would put on the pom pom and tutu and and cheerlead with you, right? I'm like, no, that doesn't make you a girl dad, right? I'll go, I'll learn the steps with you, but I don't have to put on the tutu. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not a girl dad to me. That's that's stupid. That clouds, you know, uh, lines for me. I'm just not on that. Um, so in her mind, she's like, well, no, you know, you'll put on the the, the tutu right over and, and and dance with your daughter. No, I don't have to put on tutu to dance with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, you having, I mean, obviously I have teenagers, but you, you, you have a, a, a youngin. What do you consider girl dad? Um, at first I used to associate it. Um, Kobe is definitely one because he has four, he has four daughters, right? Um, yes, I have Dylan, but, um, do I have to dress like uh, a certain person to be a girl dad no i just have to to be there for her. if you're there if you have a daughter and you're in your daughter's life every single day and you make sure that you're there then you're a girl dad in my opinion i mean it's period point blank um lila doesn't expect me to put on a tutu if she wants to learn something you know kobe didn't put on uh anything different to you know he was blessed where you know uh Gigi wanted to you know do her thing uh and then uh his oldest uh, Natalia wanted to play volleyball so you know but having a son and a daughter uh I just feel like if you're there for your daughter you're a girl dad period point blank I my sound that. better now yeah you all good now you all good now uh, I mean, I, I you know, I don't, I don't have kids, but uh, I do have two sisters. Yes, you and, do. You um, do know what they are, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, dog. Sorry, man. I, I was this close to just shooting real, like, just fuck out. But I was like, nope. <laughs> it's 2021. I think. <laughs> uh, uh, but, um, but, and, you know, and I don't think they would, you know, have a problem with me saying what I'm about to say, but like they didn't really have great relationships with my father, either one of them. Um, and they talk about that as grown women, um, that there's certainly an impact um, that that has on a young girl. Like, even if you don't see it, it's, maybe it's a subliminal impact. I mean, quite honestly, what I love about this photo in my background, which, you know, I talk about at the end of the show, is that it shows a dad showing love to his son, but the girls are the ones that are really seeing that. Right. The two girls are staring at this and seeing like, man, look at my dad show my brother love or even whoever the kid is. You know what I mean? So like just a girl being able to see a grown man show love in, in that kind of way is has a huge astounding effect on them as people and will follow them in life. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like Dion said, it ain't necessarily about the tutu and all that. It's just physically being there, you know, throwing a hug around somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's a simple way to be a girl dad, to know that she knows you got her back like that uh, well yeah i'm here okay i'm here sorry uh everybody knows i've been a kobe fan since the air balls in utah <laughs> rocking with kobe you know what i'm saying his mentality his, his the way he went about things made me a fan of him so of course i follow him his career and his life as much as i could i never liked the term girl dad 
I never liked it. I thought it was trendy, and I hate when people do trendy things just for just for the fuck of it. Because right after he died, sorry, mama. Uh, right after he died, girl, dad was terrible at this. By the way, boy, you suck. I am. First show, you ain't even got the whole album. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Bomb, vomited. Sorry, though. Uh, I think it's. I think it, it's, it's nothing. It's not even a thing. Being a girl dad isn't a thing. You a parent or you not? Because now, I'm saying, girl dad. What about the fathers of young men? Boy dad was never a thing. You saw people trying to force that hashtag on Facebook. Boy dad here. Boy dad there. I made a post. I hashtagged it. I think I removed the hashtag. I'm like, this is just stupid, man. Your parent or you not. And then when they want to push how important men are, which they are very important figures in young women's lives, why do they always show you or tell you, well, young women our fathers are 10 times more likely to use their right arm to do drugs or you know, whatever. Just make up some bullshit. They make up dumb shit. You, you know, know what? what? And I, you know what? Everything yeah, yeah, I'm look at that. I'm 2021, baby. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> so, no, I agree with you. Go ahead. Uh, then even though it's trying to be inclusive of all parents that are actually doing their job as parents, to me it's also a little bit ex exclusive, not exclusive, but excluding people as well. Because and now oh, kids have identity issues. So in 2020, kids are identifying younger, uh, Zaire Wade, you know, whatever she wants to be called now, he she wants to be called now. Uh, what about these parents? What, what's their hashtag? What do you tell them? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's several ways to go with this, but I didn't mind the girl's dad hashtag. It was cool, man. Be proud to be uh, to be the father of a beautiful daughter. But you telling me about saying girl that all of a sudden that daddy's little girl never existed. Daddy's princess never existed. Fam, y'all been out here. Y'all been doing what y'all supposed to do for, for your little girls, man. To grow them up, to be queen, man. So I mean, I just think it's trendy. It's purposeless. Yes, I'm a hater, but I'm trying to keep this shit a buck. Yeah, I, you know, but I, I agree with your overall point. And I think that's why it's so important that we have people like Joe Clark out here in the world. Because what you got to understand is for those girls who don't have dads, they need your dad. They need Mr. Thompson at the school holding them accountable, showing them love. They need Joe Clark at the school showing them love. And yes, I'm bringing Joe Clark back so I can get to my <laughs> one point that was pissed. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't, you ain't let me off the show without getting this one back though. I ain't going to go all the way back. But the most important part about that scene to me, that particular scene that I showed is two things is one, the fact that you heard him at the end say, this is the world, get used to it. And this concept, this idea that if you wanna be in leadership, if you wanna make change and you're a black man, you just gonna have to fall in line with what the white people give you and take that, right? And then when he flipped it to, contrary to what you think, I'm the head nigga in charge, right? That's a, that's a space where two, two black men who have the same focus and same struggle are at competing ends of the, of the metric. And after all of that, he goes to the door and be like, man, let's go get something to eat. You know? So I just, it just represents so much, man. I, like I said, I'm not gonna drag us all the way back to it, but it represents so much. Um, and I think it does factor into this general idea that like, uh, we need more of those examples. We need more of those examples um, in education specific. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, I think just sometimes being present is probably more than enough. Being actively present is uh, is a blessing. Um, if you if you're able to have your child in the house with you, um, I mean your girl dad 
um, if you are a weekend dad, if you're at the event, based on the situation, if you're there and doing what you need to do, then you're a girl dad, right? I don't, it doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't matter how she may view me, right? I'm there when no one else is. Right now, if I'm an absentee, then I don't even have the right to use the term father or dad. I'm a sperm donor, right? Um, I just thought it was interesting um, to hear uh, a woman speak to the term girl dad, because obviously she had her own relationships uh, and, and other women have their own relationships with their fathers, be it good, bad, or indifferent, right? So they, they may not look at their dad as a girl dad, but his story may be something different, right? Um, so, you know, it's, it's just interesting to me. It's, it's very, very interesting to me how, you know, a term was birthed and it was really about a father's relationship with his child. Nothing more, nothing less. That's it, that's all. You know, you fucked it up. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing like having a daughter's love. Let's be clear. And clearly it's nothing like a daughter having a father's love. But, you know, when, when this term was created, like you said, I never thought about it as being trendy. I just thought it was dope. Right. Like, because this, this was the first time that a father got love. Cam, what up? This was the first time that this was the first time the father got love. Right. You think about it. Father's Day. They don't have, they're not running commercials uh, or, or giving specials. And we have to create our own moments, right? Steak, no bullshit. They, they advertise steaks, because me and I, we all came with me like steak, mm, you know? Uh, cologne, socks, drawers, that is about it. And they show car commercials. For those that can afford new cars, which is like, it's like pocket change, like I came in and sent me. No fam, <laughs> no fam, don't do that to me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted to take ownership of it because I just thought it was dope. Like it was the first time that we had something as men that we could actually call our own, right? And 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 Abbasi, you made a good point. You know what I'm saying? It definitely was trendy, but I think this one will stick. You know what I'm saying? It, it should, man. But see, I'm appreciative of cats like no no shade to McKinney, but he doesn't have he doesn't have any kids. I'm appreciative of cats like you. We had a real conversation one day when your energy changed on the show. We had a conversation post-show, bro. It let me know, regardless if it was a, a, a daughter or a son, you are there. You are there. Yeah. What Dion took the youngest up to another state to be an influence. That's a parent. You don't need a hashtag boys or girls or, or trans person or anything, bro. Be the best fucking parent you can be. That's it. That's it. Hashtag just parent shit. True, because your parents gonna love you for whatever you did. They never gonna look at you. That they, they they will hate you for what you never did, and they will love you for whatever you did. Mm. And, hey, and only good parents get to say uh, hashtag FDM FDK. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> only good parents get to do this. F them kids, bro. Yeah. Because you do so much, we take up so much of your time. You need a break. You need a break, bro. You know what I mean? So so shout out shout out to the the the, the real dads, man, who put the time in. Um, you know. Thank y'all, man. You know, and, and y'all doing what y'all supposed to at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give a trophy for that shit. So it is what it is. Oh, take them socks and them drawers. Get yeah. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me ask y'all this, man. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, Kende, you have a sister. Uh, <laughs> Dion, you have a sister. You know, Bossy, you have cousins. I have I cousins. You. you know, um, is it okay if one of the guys want to smash your, 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 your sister mm -hmm. or your it's cousin? Okay. Let uh, Dion go first. Can Dion go first, please? What, what do you think? 
<laughs> Answer, I'm saying. I'm, do, you, do you have like a sister? I don't know. You got a sister, Dion? I ain't never, I ain't never knew. I have a sister. She stays in Hollywood, California. Okay. I didn't know that. Went to Kenwood. Oh, she fine. Oh shit! What's <laughs> <laughs> you a dodo bird, bro? Brother, what brother ever says his sister's fine? My sister's very attractive. Uh, we, <laughs> our mother's attractive. We're an attractive family, but you know, you know me. How you throw yourself in that dog? I was gonna say you found a way to spin it all the way back to. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, me and my sister are off and on. We're good and bad sometimes, but at the end of the day, that's still my sister. So I don't stay the fuck away from my family. If y'all not from Chicago, y'all won't get that Kenwood reference he threw out there. Yeah. These yeah. schools have these schools have reputation. You know, you, yeah. you went to these schools, you had your little dime piece in high school. Shout out to shout out to Kenwood, yeah. shout out to Whitney Young, shout out to Lane Tech. Friends you can talk to. <laughs> he right. said you can talk to all the homies. <laughs> that's, you know what? It, that's some people just, just wired differently, man. Like I could never talk to. I don't know if if, if my homies want to screw my sister or cousins. I got no problem with it. They once they grown. I'm sorry, they grown. You talking about at this age? You talking about as an adult? As an, once you cross 21, once you cross eight, and we're 18, we 18, and my sister's 20, and she like you, and you like her, and y'all decide to go have sexual intercourse or do whatever y'all want to do. I can't. It's just not cursing. It's trash right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is trash, bro. <laughs> uh -huh. And y'all want to do grown up things? Who am I to get in my feelings about that? Because Somewhere out here, no, that's that's a whole different conversation, man. But I'm not doing it though. I'm not sleeping with, I'm not sleeping with anybody you dated, you been serious with, or just you consider like your peoples. I can't do it. To me, that's breaking the bond of, of brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Some things I just won't touch. I don't care if, how bad she is, how dope she is. She can be in front of me butt naked. It, I have a code with that. I have a code, bro. I'm, I'm not touching you. So here's the interesting part about that because I do have sisters too. Um, but one of them's much younger. So like, she was almost like a, a daughter by the time she was like seven, I was, you know, 20 something. Right. So in that relationship about her and boys, I, you know, I was, I felt more like a father figure necessarily than like an older brother. Right? But with my, my, with Naima, you know, she's three years younger than me. Um, and you know, she was, she was popular. She was on American Idol. She's all over the place. So like the hardest part for me at the end of the day, to answer the question, it's like this, Joe. Like, like Abbasi said, I can't control what she do. She grown, she gonna do what she want. And my sister's one of the, you know, fighting this. I'm gonna do what I wanna do, people I haven't met in my life. So I know it's futile to tell her no, right? Because a lot of people try and control that through the girl. A lot of people try and be like, no, I'm telling you, you can't date him. And that's obviously just gonna push her clean into his arms, right? Um, <laughs> but the truth is, the way this is managed is that I think for the most part, People, um, it's how you approach it. So if if you know, I know you and we cool, and I know you and my sister dating, you know that the 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 tunnel vision is on you, partner. Like, ain't no slip ups, ain't no you like you can't kick it. You anything I find fault in that you're doing while we out with any other girls, it's over with for you. Like, so you putting a high responsibility on your back. You rocking my sister. Absolutely, bro. If, if you rock it with my sister and then we go out somewhere and I see you posted up at the bar buying a drink, bro, it's a, it's it's curtains. So it's you could be a, you could be a whole you could be a whole your relationship, but your your sister's man can be the whole relationship. I'm saying I'm saying if you are my homie and like we I, like I understand that you my homie that. and you tell me ten day, bro. Because again, that's what I'm saying. It's different if I find out like in bad boys, right? It's different if I find out 
you know what I'm saying, at the end of the movie that y'all been smashing this whole time, right? Like, you my boy. If you was gonna rock with my sister, that should have been a simple, you know what I'm saying, conversation. Like, look, bro, you gonna find out sooner or later, you my homie. But with that comes a set of expectations that I expect from you in relationship to my sister. I, I, I get that, bro. Can I, can I redirect you real quick? I get that. I get that part. Okay. Say, mm-hmm. say, uh, I'm dating. Say I'm dating your sister. Please don't take that person. I'm dating your sister, man. Uh, you know, you know this already. But you, this is a known fact between us. I'm dating your sister. Uh, you got a woman, a girlfriend that you aren't faithful to. Oh, you see me now. We homeboys. You see me out. Doing doing some players, but your sister, bro. Yeah, fuck all that, bro. Excuse my, excuse my French. French. We we gonna argue every day, bro. No, no, I'm telling you, double standard. I'm definitely yup, definitely like yup. But you know why? You know why I don't care about my whole activity because it ain't your sister, so I don't care. But your whole activity is my sister, so I care. So peace on, peace on. You know it. You know, brother. <laughs> I, I wanted some clarity. That's it, though. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I ain't mad at it. What you say, Dion? There's one thing people ain't thinking about. You got to hear it, and then you be like, oh, shit. That shit's normal. Nah, no. man. It's, 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 the easiest thing is to not fall out with my guys over, you know what I mean? First of all, to fall out over your guys over, over some another woman is crazy. But I'm not going to fall out with my guys over any woman, let alone my sister. So just stay the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? There are a million women that you can talk to. What's the ratio? Women it got to be seven to one, easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, huh? So many. So many, right? You don't. You don't have to have my sister. That you one, yeah, you don't. Here's the spin on that question, though. Here's the spin on that question on the real talk from the ladies' perspective, right? This is now factoring into that. Well, so then men should get to make all the decisions about who a woman gets to deal with. What if she really loves this guy? What if she's really into this dude? Like, what if she really feels like this is her companion? How can we as men be like, oh, well, we get to make the decision that that's not a thing. So move on and find you another dude. Because for them, like you just said, a dude got seven options. She she competing with six other women for the one. So if he's the one, then how are you going to tell her, nah, go, go, go make your six or 13 real fast? If that's a real thing, then that means you have to change uh, how you move as her brother. I mean, again, I'm not. I, I'm not saying that I'm right. No, I'm I know, but I'm saying, saying based based on what you're saying, you would have to change how you move as her brother. Why because must you're, ne- why? Because you're never gonna like anything that he does. He's no longer your homie. He's the opposition. He's ox. <laughs> See, but I think Fossi brought up a good point too. It depends on age. Like in high school, is way different than if we grown. Like I'm 30, 40 now, man. I ain't. I ain't playing. I ain't, we ain't even around each other like that. We live in whole other states. Like it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna come into play in the same way. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tired of y'all being smart, bro. And then my crude ass, basic ass statement still ringing true after the entire conversation. Sam, if I have a sister or cousins, go for it. They are fucking wrong. I don't control them. You don't control them. Go get it. Yeah, I agree with that all the day. Do, <laughs> do you expect? Do you expect your guy to be like, man, bro, I want to holler at your sister? And and if, or you like, would you would you honor it better if he just did it and you found out, or would you respect it if he be like, man, I'm finna holler at your sister or your cousin? Like, or the, it don't matter. He don't don't, don't let me find out. Don't let me find out because she crying and she on my shoulder crying real hard, hardcore tears, bro. Don't let me find out that way. Oh, right. Because then, yeah. Bossy, you know, Hulk smash. Bossy smash. <laughs> that one, right? Exactly, man. All that hypocritical shit. Actually, no, 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 no. For real. Actually, though, you know, uh, you know, Kojo and Ajimu, bro. They, they are cousins, but we consider, we consider ourselves brothers because we grew up the same, bro. Came through the same struggle. They got a younger sister. To us, 
That's our sister. Right. So what she go through, we go through. But that helped me realize that goddamn women do some shit. And then coming to you crying like, oh my God, he did this, he did. I'm looking like, no, I know what you did already to start this. Mm. You can't come get back up after you started the fire. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Here's my thing too though, right? So like for my guys that have, you know, first cousins or, or cousins that they grew up with, you know, um, or sisters, right? The moment I met Dion's sister, like she was like in grammar school or some shit, right? She's my sister, right? The moment I met your sister, Kende, she's my sister. So that doesn't, I've never looked at my guy's family like that. You know, it's just not. I've got homies with fine sisters, bro. And like, like to your point, it's like, I generally look at the relationship loyalty. Like I've known you 15 years. I just met your sister. So yeah, she fine. Maybe she flirting, but I'm not going to sacrifice the potential 15 year friendship over the fact that, you know what I'm saying? She can't be cute and she at me, right? Um, I've been in this situation when you was at the crib, we was talking about this with my older brother. Um, and so it also depends on person to person. Because like Bossy brought up, we're not just talking about sister, we're talking about your ex-girl or some chick you used to rock with, right? When when upon that situation, when you and your homie, and it's like, man, Joe, I know you don't rock with her no more. Like you hold you hold married now. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you can't rock with her no more anyway. But she kicking vibes to me, bro. And that was four years ago. So, like, am I supposed to pass up my little action? Because you know, you can't do nothing with it. You don't own her, you know what I mean? And the same in reverse. I've had homies. You know, start dating. And also, bro, you got to think about the, the, the pool out here in Chicago, man. Everybody running the same circles over after two, two three rounds. It, you, everybody <laughs> going to tap in at some point, bro. So it's like, you, you got to be realistic. But that's a real thing, bro. Like, I think, I think you can run into a lot of situations. My history of it, I've always gone straight to the homie and been like, look, bro, this is what's going on. Let me know how you feel. If you feel some kind of way, if it's not, if it's going to, then hands off. I ain't got no problem with that. I want to know up front. But then dudes be out here like, nah, man, it's good. I can't say nothing. And then later on, they in their feelings. Yeah, nigga, you know what I'm saying? So like, when niggas say hands off, that just means they're not telling you nothing else. That's it. <laughs> they say, they say, no, I'll, say, I'll be hands off. I'll be hands off. Like, if yeah. you say you got a problem with me rocking with shorty, whoever it is, I'm putting my hands off. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? But, but a person will be like, well, I can't tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? And, and you got homies out here that don't want to be on some like, man, I don't want to be no hater. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm hating on you, man. No, nah, bro, if you're going to feel some kind of way, you need to say something, like, right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's you up, know what? Hey, go You've ahead. also got to catch that just... And this tells me a lot about a man, too, sometimes, bro. The way I see a man move on women, as far as, like, their friends, sisters, or ex-girlfriends, I see a man move like that, bro. I can't trust a thirsty dude. I cannot trust a dude thirsty for pussy because he make uh, he make you make bad decisions when you're thirsty. All right. And you make bad decisions for pussy when you're thirsty, bro. Imagine the money you'll fuck up, the situation you'll put us in, things like that. I'm not rocking like that, dog. That's why I, br I bring up, I bring up, and I can't say he had 10 shots before I first got the promontory, he probably did. But I'm looking like when he didn't take the shot, I'm looking like, okay, I see the, but I, I dug that move though. I'm just going to watch some shit, man, and see how, how it rolls. That's what's up, man. Uh, so, so for all the niggas out here, man, that that didn't hit hit your guys, uh, <laughs> sister, man, you niggas is dirtbags. Kill yourself, man. That shit is trash. Bro. <laughs> that shit is whack as fuck. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. But there is a bear game that you guys, I'm sure, want to get into. Um, I got the Packers. Dion, who you got? You, oh, you got. Uh, um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm pardon the body. Already bet. Yeah, no, no, we yeah. got the bet, but but we didn't. No, no, we didn't say what I was getting. We didn't say what I was getting. 
because I don't want a Cheval burger. Your fat ass one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want some Hooters, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the food. Okay, my bad. Chicken, chicken pie, with the crab legs, with the crab legs. So however much is, however much the Cheval burger is. <laughs> this dude said with the crab legs. Yeah. You want the ninety-five dollar joint? <laughs> That's just nothing, man. That's just nothing. I don't know how much the Cheval burger costs, but again, it's a quick pay. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not expensive. All right. Well, so so we so we twenty in. We'll say twenty-five. We twenty-five in. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I want to have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> 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 relish this victory. <laughs> All right, bet it up, bet it up. Hey, so we'll, we'll two, call, two we'll call big, square thirty. So wait, who? How does? How do we know who wins? Y'all got opposite teams. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got, got opposite teams. Okay, yeah. I'm just making. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, yeah, they caught the three kids that uh, killed the entire fire lieutenant. I they saw caught all of them. I saw they got catch. that. And how come the Memphis bomber ain't all over TV? I bet if he was an other or foreigner. All over the news, but because it's domestic, and America's too rich in the rug, bro. Nobody even knew. I, I'm talking about, I didn't even know until recently. Somebody just mentioned that. I didn't even know until recently somebody that they found out who it was and that they was it, that it was it, they do it was suicide. Like they this ain't even is America. none of this. Nope. So you know what color he was. Just That's that. a topic for another day for sure, man. I will say before we go though, man, let me shout out. So, you know, y'all know I did artwork last year. I'm pivoting for 2021. Um, and I'm gonna pivot to photographers. And this piece right here is uh, by our very good friend and fellow listener and audience member, but super Chicago activist, just brilliant, top to bottom. Nobody can say a bad word about it without getting the bossy smashed. Tony Johnson, Tonika Johnson. Tony. This is a part of her Inglewood uh, Everyday series. Um, and it's just beautiful, man. If you don't know who Tony Johnson is, please look her up. She does so much in the community, so much in the city, such a beautiful spirit, and definitely one of our great friends here on the corner. So yeah, shout out to you. Tonika, you can find her, T-O-N-I-K-A, Johnson. Um, if, if, if she, I believe she's in the group. Um, if you guys just yeah. want to go straight there, she, she's there, or you can just look her up. Just put her name in and Google. Everything will pop up. Um, she is amazing with the work that she is doing. And we will have her on very soon. It's part of the uh, the 21 campaign getting grown in 21. You understand me? Uh, but, you know, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all thirsty for the game. Dion, you good, brother? I, I have to go back to teaching tomorrow, Jack. I got 400 hours worth of grading lessons. <laughs> Damn. My, 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 big, my, big, my big homie's sick out here in these streets, man. It's, it's not all good, but. I know man. you better pick the energy up next week, man. Yeah, yeah. Come you on, gotta, man. You got to come on with it, brother. I'm gonna send you a home nurse, man, and uh, get you some IVs or something, man. Yeah, get some uh, soup. Some who? Get some soup. Some soup. Hey, <laughs> get you some Alshaval soup. Get you a burger, <laughs> chop up into a. All right, the bear's fucking up already, but go ahead. Oh. Oh, it's, 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 it's love. It's love. It's love. It's love. I will see y'all next week. Thank y'all for joining the Corner Convo. Also, like, share subscribe on youtube you guys are killing it we are loving it um the facebook page the corner combo podcast page if you want to find us on youtube uh facebook um obviously listen every week on every listening platform your spotify's your uh your apples your uh your anchor wherever we're everywhere we're there and you know, just keep tuning in with us. We got we got some big, 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 big things coming for all of our listeners. What?
Yeah, he's looking at the TV. It is, it is the worst play. It is the very first play of the game, and it is the absolute worst okay. thing you could have. Basically, just I gave am. Andrew Rodgers the ball on the four-inch line at the very first play of the game. They got hey, no talk, chance. I'm talking to Amon, too. I'm no, talking to Amon no, no, as well. No, he was definitely talking to me. He was definitely <laughs> oh. talking to me. And you know what? We made it through a whole episode without my boy Kevin. I'm proud of y'all. What? A minute, wait. Oh. <laughs> you know it was. was He's been pushing for a moment. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Without further ado, I'm not going to hold y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, we will catch y'all next week. It's going down. Stay in tune. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Tell a friend. We'll see you next weekend. You heard me? All right, Kings. Love.